Good evening. Welcome to the Talk It Out podcast. My name is Neil Bailey Harper. And tonight I want to talk about movies. The movie game. A little thing I do. The music I'm listening to comes from the rhythm and blues band Pleasure. If you really know your R&B. 1977, the album is entitled Joyous. The song is called Joyous. This was like a seven-piece band. See, here's the thing about a lot of those groups in the 70s. They did every kind. They were musicians. Not saying anybody else wasn't, but they were accomplished musicians. They did all kinds of styles on the same album. You heard jazz. You heard pop. You heard soul. They were just really solid. And Pleasure was a really solid band. Sang as a group ensemble. Kind of like the Blackbirds, only a little bit more accomplished to me. But this is 1977. I want to talk about movies. And here's the thing. It takes us a little... It takes me a little more to get to the theater now. Um, and I think that's probably because... You can see just about everything at home. And a lot of us have larger than TV screens than anything we ever had as a child. In the smaller room. You know, so it takes... A good story or and I think that's why a lot of uh, superhero movies are so popular but that because that's the kind of shit you see on the big screen a lot of action shit not really my thing but I, I do go to some of them um, but I want to talk about how we choose movies why we choose movies what movies you might want to choose how do you go about finding them there's like six degrees of separation when you're doing this oh you know the other thing I wanted to say too um, uh, Jordan Peele's movies It's getting a lot of buzz And and, and people like them And even now with the uh, Twilight Zone being redone That's a big deal For this brother to be able to pull that Franchise back out That's a big deal And it made me think And I'm not taking anything from anybody But that whole Key and Peele thing I see Key doing Commercials I see Peele Getting major budget Making mega money Motion pictures They just had different skill sets I guess that's all I'm trying to say Okay, here's the deal In choosing movies And and I consider myself This is one of my callings Yes, because I said so It's one of my callings About how we choose movies Um, There's five ways for me You go by the director The guy who actually makes the movie Because what I found out is that If you like the way it's set if you like the way it sounds, if you like the pictures you get, the angles you get, all of that stuff, that's a director's eye. That's from the mind of the person who directed the movie. So there's a good chance you might like other movies of his, depending if you're not adverse to the subject matter. So the director. By the actor. Here's what I like to engage a lot of younger people with. Because they get hip to some of these actors who've been out there for a minute. But for a lot of youth, history is five years old. When you're talking about Especially pop culture History is five years old Nothing goes past that So I like to try to get them To tell me an actor they like Or see an actor they like And then you go back You look at that actor's history Stuff that they've done And and, and a lot of times They're engaged by a first or second movie They saw that they didn't know the actor made Okay, perfect example Let me go back to the director I like Clint Eastwood movies Because some of them are very intense And a lot of them Just the way they're set Um 
I liked uh, Alfred Hitchcock movies. Normally about the same subject matter, but I liked the way they were made and the way they were set. That's a long time ago. I like Ben Affleck movies. He's only done about three or four. I like Quentin Tarantino movies. Different subject matters. You know, some of them I could take a leave, but some of them I really like. So, if I see that guy directed, somebody like that directed a movie, I'm probably going to be intrigued to see what it's like. Actors and actresses. You choose who you like. I've got so many, I ain't even going to go through the list. But normally, different people will act... Uh, the script Denzel usually gets a good script because he gets to see all the scripts I guess so a lot of the better actors get the good scripts and they choose what they want some actors are basically entertainers they might play the same role in a lot of different movies and that's cool too it's an easy way to make money so acting directing um, by the period if you like Civil War movies you like cowboy movies you like gladiator movies or you like uh I don't know, the 50s movies. You can that, That's a good way. And some of you connect the actors, start connecting the dots. Some directors do period films. Um, there's also the genre, action, drama, comedy. Choose, take your pick. Um, some actors do all. Uh, and then, and then they go, you go by, by subject matter. It could be a sports movie. It could be murder. I don't know. There's just so many different ways to connect the dots to find who you like. And here's the other thing I found out, that there's some movies for me, and I wonder if it's the same for you, that you can watch many times. Even if you don't watch them, it's like the sound on in the house, you're watching it. I can do that with Columbo, the TV show too, though. But some movies you watch many times, and some movies I can only watch one time. Now, it could be for different reasons. It could be because... The movie's so intense, or it could be because there's a big aha moment in certain movies that once you see it, it's like, oh wow, it was really good, but you ain't going to take yourself through that again. Okay, let me give you an example of some of the movies I can watch only one time. Again, I'm going to go back to Clint Eastwood, because he's a great director. Um, Million Dollar Baby. I'm not going to give away any of the story. It's a brilliant movie. I can only watch it one time. Very intense. Another movie he did like that, very intense, brilliant movie, Mystic River. I could only watch it one time. Now, you know, I technically could, but it was so intense the first time I watched it, and I enjoyed it, so I leave it there. These are the Crusaders um, from 1976, uh, Southern Fried Nights. And interestingly enough, the trombone player in the Crusaders, Wayne Henderson, produced the album we just heard from Pleasure, the song, Joyous. So, Clint Eastwood is one of those guys. Um, movies I can only watch one time. Other movies I've only watched one time. Um, oh, let me see. Let me see. Um, oh, I, I know. Something like Rosemary's Baby. I can only watch one time. The Usual Suspects. If you've seen the movie, you understand. The Sixth Sense. Again, if you've seen the movie, you understand. There's a really good movie with Richard Gere and Ed Norton called Primal Fear. Ed Norton's first big movie. If you see the movie, you understand. All of these are good movies, but for me, the gig is up for one reason or the other one time. Um, Then there's movies you can watch repeatedly. And it gets to the point where you can recite the uh, lines from the movie. Number one is probably The Godfather. There's so many different lines you can recite from The Godfather. Uh, so many different characters. Again, now we're talking Godfather 1 and 2. One of the few situations where the sequel was as good or even better than the original 
Godfather 3 was trash. And I love Godfather 1 and 2, but Godfather 3 was trash. But you got Don Corleone. Anything he says is like that. You got a good day. Don Corleone, I am so glad to be here at the occasion of your daughter's wedding, Luca Brasi. And also, Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. Um, color purple, Sealy. What you say to me, come back to you. Everybody who likes that movie has seen it more than once. And you can recite more than one line from it. One of my favorite movies, and on my, my favorite movie list, is the original 12 Angry Men. And I do say original because here's the thing we all understand. A lot of the movies made are only made over again. But the original 12 Angry Men was a stage play that turned into a movie starring Henry Fonda, I believe, in 1958. It is one of my favorite movies because I like movies that have dialogue. I like conversation movies. And in this movie you have, uh, again, Henry Fonda and you have Lee J. Cobb, one of my favorite actors of all time. And he, he's in the, they're all, it's just 12 people in the jury room. Just brilliant acting. And you have to sit down. It's just brilliant. But Lee J. Cobb is talking about the trial that they're, that they're uh, debating over. And a woman who was a juror who decided to take her glasses off to come to court one day. And he makes the comment to the point where, and I love it, he says, Okay, okay. So she doesn't wear her glasses because she wants people to think she's gorgeous. I don't know why. I just love that line. But dialogue movies are my thing. I can recite almost every line from 12 Angry Men. It is a great movie. Another one, Silverado, one of my favorite Western, Westerns. Um, all kinds of movies like that. Uh, Goodfellas, I can recite some lines from. So you have your movies where you can re- remember all of the lines or most of the lines, and some, for me, I can only watch one time. So, getting back into the game. Here's the other thing you do. At one time or another, chilling or whatever, if you want to, play a game with your friends. Choose... Everybody privately select their top, I don't know, 10, 15 movies. And then compare lists to see if you have matched with anybody else to see what you have in common as far as likes and theater. Again, I find a lot of younger people don't go back further than five years, maybe 10. But if you like movies, this can be an eye-opening thing to, and, and for, for people my age too, to see stuff that we haven't seen before. That's the whole fun in it. So, okay. I'm going to recommend some things about actors that you currently see that you probably haven't seen. Let's start with Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. Brilliant actor. Um, But you've seen him play this Iron Man role. You want to see him act? Go back to a movie called Less Than Zero. With him, uh, Andrew McCarthy, Jeremy Gertz. It's from the 80s. Less Than Zero with Robin Dowding Jr. It's also the girl in there, Jamie Gertz, who was kind of big at that time. There's a movie she's connected to, I'm going with The Separation again, called The Lost Boys. Really good. That's all I want to tell you about it. It's an 80s movie, but it's different and it's really good. The Lost Boys. Um, going back to the directors I like. Okay, if you like Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards, go back to the classic, the one who got him on the map, which is Pulp Fiction. And if you like Pulp Fiction, go back before that, where George Clooney played in a movie of his called From Dusk to Dawn. Really, really different. His first movie. Okay, other people. Um, You like Leonardo DiCaprio. His first two movies of prominence. One featuring the great, and I do mean this, the great Johnny Depp, entitled 
who's eating Gilbert Grape? Who's eating Gilbert Grape? Really good movie. And his second movie, which was based on a true story about a New York high school basketball player who was hooked on heroin called The Basketball Diaries. Again, you like DiCaprio. Work with me. Go back a little further than five years. See some of the really quality stuff he's done. Um, Other movies that I would recommend. Christopher Walken, who's kind of this every man dude that you see almost everywhere. He did a movie called Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. Again, the title, Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. Really good movie. He also did a movie called King of the City from, again, the 80s with Treat Williams, which was about New York street gangs or gang warfare, so so to speak. My favorite, one of my favorite comedies, um, Raising Arizona. Because it has one of the classic movie lines to me, and I don't know why, I could just go to the movie the movie's okay it's um the great john goodman again and i'm saying i'm not saying great lightly this guy is really good and nicholas cage who can ride the wave better as well as anybody but there's a line when they run into a bank and it's about stealing a, a, a child for his wife holly hunter and they run into a bank and they, steal, and, they, and they get ready to rob the people and john goodman throws down a gun he says freeze everybody hit the floor and the bank people are looking at him and the customers are looking at him. And finally, an old man says, well, what's it going to be, young fella? Is we going to freeze or is we going to hit the floor? Because we hit the floor, then we's in motion. <laughs> it's just silly, but it's really funny to me. It's really, Raising Arizona is a good comedy. Really good comedy. Underrated. Um, okay, so. Oh, this. Weather Report. 1977. The album is Heavy Weather. The song is Birdland. Again, these bands like Weather Report. Um, the Crusaders Who used to be the Jazz Crusaders Just great musicians Playing great music Alright, so All of those movies kind of work Now I'm going to go over a list Of what I think Oh, 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 oh One other thing Remakes Mostly horrible Go back to the original The Postman Always Drinks Twice With Jack Nicholson was horrible The original Postman Always Drinks Twice Was great The Manchurian Candidate With Denzel was horrible The original Manchurian Candidate Was really, really good The Beguiled With Colin Firth Ugh The original Beguiled With Clint Eastwood Really good Some of my all-time greats Um, okay, okay Let me see Um, The Godfather To Kill a Mockingbird Twelve Angry Men The Hunt for Red October Crimson Tide the original Manchurian Candidate, a movie called The Candidate with the great Jeff Bridges, who, if you like Jeff Bridges, find The Big Lebowski. Really good movie. Um, And Arlington Road. The Hangover. Okay, now we all on the same page. That is a classic comedy. The original Hangover, the first one. The second one was okay, but again, it's the first one. Um, The Town. Directed. I'm, well, I'm not sure he directed it. I think he did, but he starred in it. Ben Affleck, really good movie. Um, also, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon's first screenplay, which won them an Oscar, um, with Robin Williams. Wow. This he was. They were they were students. Well, Matt Damon was a student. Uh, Goodwill Hunting, Goodwill Hunting, really good movie. Again, that's Ben Affleck and Matt Damon when they were screenwriters and they did their first movie as actors. And also Matt Damon's, I mean, Ben Affleck's little brother. Casey Affleck is in the movie, too. Goodwill Hunting. Okay, two more. You know what? Stretch yourself, okay? Here's the deal. 
There are movies in the 60s and 70s that though they don't come to the sound effects and all the stuff that we do today, but they were really entertaining movies. For me, they used to have a lot of musicals then. We try stuff like Chicago and all this. We have to have big name people and all that. There's a musical called Bye Bye Birdie with Dick Van Dyke, uh, I believe 1964. It's basically based on Elvis Presley going to the service. It is a great musical. It's a great movie. Bye Bye Birdie. Other movies, if you like Hitchcock, find some old Alfred Hitchcock, Frenzy, uh, Strangers on a Train, The Birds. That's all mystery stuff. Um, how about, oh, comedies, The Disorderly Orderly, just for kicks. Watch an old Jerry Lewis movie. Really good, really good. Um, there's so many things. So Look, I, I try to trade off with youth. I'll watch one of yours if you watch one of mine. Tell me what kind of genre you like. Hit me up, guys. I know a lot about a little stuff. So hit me up. Let's talk about movies and enjoy. Enjoy the day. Almost time for Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm a fan. Peace out. Talk to you soon.